You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Episode 42 of the People's Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey, everybody. It's Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy. All right. (laughs) And you have tuned in to episode 42 of the People's Podcast. Can you believe it? 42 weeks. That means we're eight weeks away from 50, which also means that we're just about eight weeks away from our one year anniversary. That's lit. That's very lit. Who would have fucking thought? One so lit. OMG. Yeah, it's about to happen. So, yeah, you guys, get ready. It's about to be your motherfucking turn up. It's going to be a thing. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in to the People's Podcast. We are about to get to a lot of shit. We have a lot of shit going on today. A lot of special shit going on today. Um, the first segment of every episode is called Happy Hour. Happy Hour is a segment where we as friends just catch up a little bit. We um, talk a little shit. Sometimes it gets a little bit sentimental. We just go with the vibe. So don't be mad. Um, but we're gonna catch up with each other. So what's up with my friends? Amber, Joe, everybody got start. a belch at this moment. I guess I'll start. Okay. Yeah, I guess you know, you know, you. Know, I gotta say, excuse me, but yo, um, <laughs> my week was, um, you know, I just thank God to be here. Hallelujah! Right. I just thank God to be here. Like honestly. I saw my life flash before my eyes and it only took about five minutes. Like Ooh, it, Jesus Christ. it did. Um, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, I got into a accident um, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And as you can hear, I'm here. Um, but yo, I'm happy to be happy to be on this other side it makes me appreciate a lot of things about life um and it makes me understand that yo we can't take um our life for granted no matter what it is we gotta love we gotta love our life um but yo i'm here i'm still a little sore but um yeah i'm here but none other than that i'm just preparing um preparing for uh, this week, just getting shit done. Um, I had to deal with, again, a lot of issues in terms of um, different mentees going through their going through their weekly drama. But um, I'm here on this Thursday, happy to see my friends and just enjoying life. Um, so that's it. That's my week. Uh, well, I'm happy you're all right, too. Absolutely. Girl. Thank God for keeping you. I do thank God for... Um, seeing it fit that you stayed with us for a bit longer really the, the damage was yeah. extremely it could it could have been a whole another way but when god try to show you things and tell you what you're supposed to have he chooses to show you in ways that might you know pinch you a little bit right. might startle you a little bit but at the end of the day with that happening greater things are to come and so we thank god for his grace and mercy because right. that's exactly what he showed you on that evening right because in the um, beginning because you know at the moment you i'm like yo 
I I really didn't want to hear what a lot of people had to say. They was like, mm. Joe, you are walking, you this. But I'm sitting up here like, yo. I still was in an accident. Though. I that was just, scary. And then the mm-hmm. fact that when your airbags deploy and you get out your car mm-hmm. and you see the person that hits you run. Away. And you're like, well, I'm a little startled. And it's like me coming back two days later. I'm like, yo. I'm happy I didn't run because like my adrenaline was rushing. I'm like, yo, why did I didn't run after him to get him? But it was like, nah, what if he had a gun? What if he had a knife? What if like he would have had anything that could have harmed me any more than it did? But yo, I had a lot of people like when I called, there was a couple people that ran, ran and was like, yo, I'm on my way. Um, yo, my line brother, came instantly and I'm like yo he was like what's wrong I'm like I just got in an accident he said where you at I said I told him the location and he was like I'm on my way I called one of my neos and it was the same thing mm-hmm. so it was just like just so just having great people in your corner it, it, it made me realize make me realize a lot of shit um, my father always say it left you you I probably said this in a, a couple episodes ago. As long as you have a a handful of friends, you don't need nothing else. But you right, know, right, I got a, I got you know, I got two handful of friends, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm really truly appreciated that they are in my life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it. That's my happy hour. Not so happy, but that's no, my, that's, that's that, my. Minute. I mean, we that's have a very, reason to celebrate. Like we absolutely have a reason to celebrate. Um, I'm I'm just because I mind you when you sent that text message I was asleep beloved and y'all right. know I don't ever go to sleep right before one a.m. but right. your girl been tired <laughs> so I, yo, I, I was asleep but when I woke up and I saw that I was my yeah. heart was beating so fast and I'm just like well what's going on and that's when I called you in the morning and I said Joe gotta be up but I'm mm. like Asia also he might not have went to work and you didn't answer then I hit the chat nobody answered me I'm like oh my dear Lord yeah I was good you know what it was like I was so lost for words that it was like yo soon as I I just like yo there's certain people that need to know that I'm okay mm-hmm. but I don't know what to say so I just sent the picture out I was just like yo here it was. <laughs> like yeah. my managers, my manager was like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? I'm like, here. And she was like, Oh my God. I thank but, God. I thank God that you are all right. I thank right. God that he made things happen the way that he did. And I thank God that you are in good spirits. Right. Still, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because after that's traumatic, period. Like to see that. You saw it coming when you told me. I saw it coming, but I just thought that they were gonna stop. I thought they was gonna stop. Like it, it, it's so freaking crazy. <laughs> like, like yo, I'm like, okay, like, and you know, instantly I was like, did I do something wrong? And I'm like, I ain't do shit wrong. Fuck mm. this shit. No, you didn't. Fuck you it. didn't. You didn't. And it's but. crazy because you're the second friend who got into an accident that told that I know that got into an accident and told me that the people got out and ran. And ran. That's what y'all doing out here? Stealing cars, hitting people and running? Right. That's some bullshit. But I'm glad that you're here. Amber, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, um, I got to spend some time with my sorrow yesterday. 
um but yeah my friend she's one of my good friends um she came over and we spoke and we revealed and we drank and we ate and um you know i'm as time goes on i'm slowly but surely realizing people's truths if that makes sense and um you know it's i'm i'm i i mentioned i was listening to episode 41 today and i me- i mentioned in 41 that like 30 has just been doing something to me right like it's this energy um this aura that has come over me to where i'm just like i don't give a fuck and eventually the i don't give a fuckness is gonna like erupt and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because i'm just not interested in having motherfuckers around me you know that's on that fuck shit and I try to eliminate or dissociate myself from these situations. And I try to not, you know, like play into people's bullshit or take, accept lies or accept bullshit from people. And it's it's only but so much time that's going to pass, right, before I'm I'm just like, yo, fuck this. Fuck your feelings. I'm done. And it scares me a little bit because I don't like, like, I try to be as genuine as I can. And I try to be as real as I can. I try to be as genuine as I can. And motherfuckers still don't fuck with you. You know, men, women, whoever it may be, right? Like, at the end of the day, it's always going to be somebody that still don't fuck with you, no matter how cool you try to be. And that's something that I'm learning to accept, right? Something that I'm learning to say, it's okay that this person don't fuck with you. Or it's okay that this person views you in this light. Or it's okay that he's really not that into you, right? Like, sometimes we have to get over ourselves. Sometimes we have to come to these realizations about ourselves like you know what sis maybe it's you that's toxic maybe it's you that's the villain maybe it's you that's the problem and I'm not saying that I'm a problem or if I'm toxic because I'm not but being able to have an open enough mind to even entertain the possibility of that being a fact is really important for all of us so this past week has just been me reevaluating relationships that I've allowed myself to be a part of and you know taking inventory of the shit that I deal with not taking inventory oh absolutely girl we need to all take inventory of the bullshit we allow in our lives seriously cause we let too much we let too much come. We let too much come into our lives and now we stressed out. Why are we stressed out? Right. Over work. Right. Over bosses. Right. Over coworkers. Right. Over friends. Over right. family. Fuck that shit. Right. I hate to be on level 10 within the first 15 minutes of the show. But I'm not even lit right now. That's the crazy part. I'm not even lit. This is my sober self. 
Like, we can't allow these toxins in our lives. And I'm charging my friends here at this table. I'm charging you guys, my friends listening. Stop letting the bullshit bother you. Let it the fuck go. Let that sh- go. Let it go. Because we are now, we ain't, you know, spring chickens no more. Right? We ain't these little teenagers. Okay. Not me. I ain't. <laughs> I'm a spring chicken. I just <laughs> sprung. July twenty eighth happened and I sprung again, baby. Mm. Rebirth. Not mm-hmm. me. My 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 body is now susceptible to stress. My body is now susceptible oh, no, Lord to Jesus. to high blood pressure. My body is now susceptible then and, and been that. been susceptible to, you know, all these different things that I really just never took account of because I was like, that shit ain't gonna bother me. But I'm choosing me. I'm choosing myself and I'm choosing my health and I'm choosing to not let outlying outliers fuck with my, with me, with me, fuck with me. Mental health. And I want everybody to not let these outliers fuck with them. It's too much. It's too fucking much. And at the end of the day, Everybody only cares about themselves. Let's keep it the fuck real. Everybody only cares about themselves at the end of the fucking day. So why am I wasting my time allowing shit to piss me off when the next person don't give a shit if their shit fucks with me? Oh, God. It's happy hour, friend. Because it's like you when you have these revelations and these epiphanies I'm telling you 30 has done something to me it makes me think about stuff it makes me like you know reevaluate motherfuckers I get it I get it I I posted something that said the motherfuckers don't even know they running out of time with you or their time has already run out or that shit has ran (laughs) the fuck out. They don't even know they time. They still out. texting you. It's like it's like that damn quicksand. What's the hourglass? Literally, mm-hmm. the, the sand. The last microscopic fucking piece of sand has fallen from the top half to the bottom half. What kind of sand was you in the um when you went to the Hamptons? You went you you was in the little salt. What would you the say? The Himalayan salt. Ooh, the little. No, this ain't the Himalayan because the Himalayan will heal you. <laughs> this is the fucking detrimental salt. Well, goddamn, that's a. It's called high cholesterol. Hey, <laughs> you call it high cholesterol? Oh God. Goddamn. I'm just saying, this hourglass is not made out of Himalayan salt because Himalayan salt is healing. But the shit that's in the hourglass is not Himalayan salt. No, no. Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's sand. Shit, shit. And it's tra- not even salt in the sand. It's a I'm sand. Just, I'm just trying to make it make a joke out of it, cause Lord Jesus. Lord. Wow, I'm taking it too deep right now. You, you you causing tornadoes, earthquakes. They said <laughs> California is about to be an island. Hey, well, another thing to be adding to my stress God, that man, I don't I, well, need I ain't to in California. Hear. Okay, I I'm get just it. saying, niggas. 
reevaluate the motherfuckers that's around you reevaluate your family reevaluate your friends don't be letting shit stress you out sis don't let shit stress you out bro seriously life is too fucking short to be to be worried about that bullshit I ain't worried about it promise you that got it Joe you sound like you want me to stop talking Girl, baby. <laughs> no, you got it. For I'll end my happy hour there. Well, <laughs> on another note, <laughs> my happy hour will be all over the place, but I'll make it short for the sake of time. We got a lot of shit to I know, talk we about. We only got an hour and a half. That's fine. We can get through it. Um... Mm. My week, I will say, praise be to God. Mm. I got baptized on Saturday. Hey! Hallelujah! I should have got a Honda, <laughs> I have got a Honda. <laughs> but I bought a Kia. <laughs> yes, um, yo, thank you, yo. No, all jokes aside, yeah. That was funny. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. And I got baptized on Saturday in the lake. Um, and I immediately came up refreshed, renewed, rejuvenated, excuse me. Um, and that's the first time I ever felt that feeling for as long as I can remember. I've been tired my whole life. Mm. So that was the first time I was able to feel that. And after that, we had a barbecue and everything at the lake, my Mm -hmm. church, my church family. And um, it was very, it meant a lot to me. Granted, I told a lot of people about my baptism, Mm -hmm. but the only person that was there was my mother. Mm -hmm. That baby meant a lot to me for a lot of reasons. And I can get sentimental, but I'm not. I'm not about to cry. But being that my mother was there, and even though she was the only person that showed up, it meant a lot to me um, for her to be there in that moment. Sunday, I was installed and consecrated as a trustee of my church. Amen. Not that I ain't been had the keys, but oh, I'm just saying. I got saying. the keys, the keys, keys the keys, the keys. <laughs> Not that I ain't been had the keys, but it felt, well, when I was told that I was elected trustee of the church was when I decided that, oh, <clears throat> plunge me in the water. Yes. Make me brand new again because God has given me a new task, a new destination, and I want to make sure that I can hear him clearly so that's when i decided to be baptized again mm-hmm. um so thank god for that absolutely um, but god has been you know after that happened i can say that my world has been very disrupted oh. and i think it's just god telling me He's telling me a few things because Mm -hmm. I felt a world of emotions throughout this week. I've Mm -hmm. been stressed. I've been sad. I've been lonely. I've been okay with being lonely. I've been um, questioning people, friendships, 
and all of that. And I'm just like, okay, Asian, like, God is trying to shift you. He's shaking the table. Shaking the table. God was shaking the table for me all week. But I will say that in that and realizing and recognizing, because a lot of people have come by to see me this week, mm-hmm. so I've been, I've been in, I've been in a lot of different energies, and I don't like to do oh, that like because that. people yeah. are heavy, yeah. they heavy, and they toxic, right. and they, ooh, they nasty, right. and I don't like to be around that. But God has been presenting me all these different energies, and at the end of the day, when I go to bed, I wake up refreshed. Renew, rejuvenated. New person. But during the daytime, I'm disrupted. Got it. So, the, you know, God is telling me something. I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly what that is yet, but I know what makes me comfortable. Mm-hmm. I know what I can rely on, and I know what I can't rely or depend on. Mm-hmm. Got it. I'm clear now. Got it. I'm clear and it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But the way that I trust God, it's cool. You know, I trust God and He's never strayed me. <clears throat> I've never been led astray. So mm-hmm. the places that I'm in right now are uncomfortable, but I'm cool. Got so it. there's that. Work has been work. Um, but I got good news today. Um, did my mid-year review. Oh, Asia, you doing so good. You closing files at 160%. That's over 100%. Oh, by the way, would you like... I'm still thinking about it, but I'm probably going to do it because where the money goes, I'm following it. Um, so there's that. You said you're going to do it? Yeah. I meant to tell you that, that I am going to do it. Um <clears throat> So maybe I'll have good news within the next week or two. Other than that, I'm at peace, child. God God has really just been present. And I've never felt God so strong as I do in this moment and as I have been. Because as I've been in my feelings, and I'm going to tell you, I've been crying every day because God has been making me uncomfortable. Right. <clears throat> but I know what that uncomfortability becomes change and growth. And so that's all I'm looking forward towards. That's where my tunnel vision is. All this other shit that's making me upset. <laughs> Bye. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Because I know where I'm headed towards. And I, I stand strong in that. So I don't know, y'all. I've been feeling upsy-daisy. But I'm, I'm confident. And um, I trust God. You know what I like? Um, it's so crazy because I feel like with this happy hour, it has been brought into a different level because I feel like we have been tested and pulled to different areas. Definitely being tested. Being tested. Mm-hmm. But we got to be okay being tested. We I'm have, cool. We we have to we have to be okay. But you know what it is too? It's one thing to have to be to feel like you're being tested by yourself. Mm-hmm. But when the people around you are being tested too, it's a different war. Mm-hmm. It's a different war. And um 
what I want to say is we haven't done it yet. If you are in your office drink, if you are in your office drinking tea or coffee, <laughs> oh, that's true. My if bad. If you are at the bar listening to this podcast or in your car sipping on Aquafina or Fiji, Ooh, no, Aquafina is bad for you. <laughs> if you got some Essentia, Essentia, that'll be good. That's my favorite. It's so yeah. expensive, but yeah. I drink right. it. Right, unless you go to the wholesale clubs <laughs> and get yeah. it that way. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Cheers. Cheers. With your cups in the air. I cheers. 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 Cheers to you having a great week. Cheers to you having a good day. Cheers to you listening to the sound of our voices. And you know why? Because if you were not listening to the sound of our voices, you probably would be six feet under the Ooh, ground. Oh, shoot. Jesus. Man well, said you then. Dead well, if you well, ain't listening to this podcast. Well, then. Well, because then. Because we are the people's podcast. Right. And, we, and we don't say anything less than the truth. That's a fact. Big old fact. So. Just transparency. Just It's, it's very just transparent. transparency. And yo. Because every day ain't Sunday over right. here. And so some days and some episodes, y'all going to get, ooh, we feeling ourselves. Ooh, we so popping. And some same. days it's going to be like, some shit is going on. I'm not really sure. This mm-hmm. shit is fucked up and fuck everybody. Today I texted I texted my boo. I'm like, so I just wanted you to know. Texted what? My boo. And oh, I was like, no, no, pause. fuck everybody and I hate humans. You texted who? I said what I said. I, and you know what I mean. <laughs> I texted him. I said, sir. He said, miss. I said, and he said, huh? Miss. I he said, said I hate everyone. Oh, God. He was like, valid. <laughs> so, shout out to him. He, he knows. Keep who the he is. silent shout out. No, but honestly, said, sometimes it's like that. Thoughts. We don't always feel good. Every day, I mean, Put your, put your, oh, it's purple and match my dress. I got purple thighs. All right now, Joe, with feeling the energy. Um, but yeah, you know, every day and always Sunday, and it's okay to be like that. That's part of being transparent. That's part of being real. That's part of being who we are. Um, but you know, you're listening to the people's podcast, and we like to have the people in the studio. So we got some people, well, a person <laughs> in the studio. Yes. Miss Antoinette Leckie yes. is in the studio with us. Say hello to the people, girl. Hey guys. I am. We're just so elated to have you <laughs> oh here. God. Thank you for joining us on an episode of the People's me. Podcast. Let me talk about my friend real quick. Oh wow, I wasn't finished. <laughs> so on the show today, as our bartender slash guest, whatever the fuck. We got the homie who I've known since I was 14 years old. It's been a long time. Right. It's a long In the good old, old streets of McNair Academic High School. And the long, long time ago. <laughs> the long, days. long time ago days. Long time ago. My nigga, my bestie, my sister, the one who rips me every fucking day, literally. Um. <laughs> Miss Antoinette Leckie, who, you know, her accolades precede her. Um, you know, we don't even have to get into all of that, but I'm grateful to know someone as tenacious, 
um dedicated she's smart as fuck too um my ratchet sister <laughs> um my twin um original dcde member um that was our high school crew they adopted me they started that shit in grammar school and amber was adopted in 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 high school we made a mistake no they didn't what exactly does <laughs> they dcde me? mean you can let them know you can enlighten the people what, what does that duh. mean <laughs> duh D- crew <laughs> they Envy. Right. Duck oh. Crew Day Envy. Oh, <laughs> we had with the D. Okay. Like, we was real official, and, and we really were the crew that these bitches envy like, because bitches still fucking hate us. Like, I just, it was but I digress. Weird, but. Um, but I'm very elated to have my friend on the show today. We will get into why she's on the show, um, why she's in this country, um, <laughs> like what she got going on, and forgot, all that good she stuff. So rare. Also, my Sora. When Zeta is the last thing on the list, I mean, well, shit, well, she way more than that for me. I'm sorry, but yes, she is my blue and white click, sister, click, 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 my Sarah. Click, 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 click. Um, but yeah, we'll get into more of that later. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to have the oh, homie no, on the show. We could do that now. Oh, you want to do it now? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go for it. So, um. Like I said, we don't got to do the whole like bio thing, but Anto is one of my very best friends um, who has recently achieved stardom um, in Nigeria, and she'll go into it a bit in a second. Um, But don't get it twisted. We are the people's podcast. And like you said, we are of the people, and Anto is definitely of the people. Anto is a Jersey City native, Um, you know, JC till she Mm D.I.E., Crazy. Okay. Hey, <laughs> okay. hey, let's go. Um, if you want to take a few seconds or a few minutes to, you know, let the people know who sure, you are sure, and sure. what um, you've been up to, what you got going on and sure. all that shit. I'm um, definitely a Jersey native. Um, so I'm actually very glad to be back. This is my first time back in three years. Right. I Ooh. do live in Lagos, Nigeria. My parents are Nigerian, so that's kind of the connection of how I got there. But I guess the, the long and short... Um, why did I go to Nigeria in the first place? Um, my background is in sports management. And, you know, if you know about anything, sports is big money. We see LeBron James got about a billion dollars in his bank account. So I thought, all right, <laughs> if all the black people are the best athletes, why not go and, like, deal with the athletes in the largest black population in the world? And that is Nigeria. So I want to use my sports background, go to Nigeria, make change, also make money, you know, the whole the whole kit and caboodle. So then... um. I figured I want to take the next step in my career. You know, lots of times you work for someone and then you don't really go as far as you want to. So I know I needed to do something on my own. And then I just, you know, got an opportunity to go on a reality show. And that was Big Brother Nigeria. And that is the biggest reality show in the continent of Africa. Really? Um, over 50 African countries watch Big Brother Nigeria. Wow. So, yeah. 50? 50. Over 50 African countries watch Big Brother Nigeria. So I was on the biggest entertainment platform in Africa. And now I'm kind of a, you know, a low-key African superstar. Don't actually, say an international, Right. Actually an international superstar because it's still weird. I went to Old Navy and 440 the other day. And somebody sent me a DM like, oh, my gosh, Ansel, are you in New Jersey? I think I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's crazy. I was like, right. I'm just at Old Navy. <laughs> <laughs> I got flip-flops. And, you know, I'm not even looking cute. So, yeah, I'm kind of known a little bit. Um... You know, Big Brother did allow me the opportunity to, of course, be known by people. And now it's allowing me to do a little bit more. Yes, I'm in entertainment now. 
Like I'm acting, I'm modeling, you know, influencing, hosting events. Plus, I'm still using my celebrity to try and encourage and empower. Talk about sports, talk about health, talk about education, empowerment. Right. All the things I've always wanted to do. So now I have it on a greater platform because I now have these young girls saying, oh my gosh, Anta, I look up to you. Yeah. I see people, you know, troll you or body shame you and like you look just like me and I love the fact that you're out there and you're doing great things. So it's, it's, a, it's a great honor that somebody out there is looking to me like her role model. Like, who am I? I'm just some... You know, little chick from Jersey City, so it's you know. Hey, not no little chick. <laughs> Don't say that so I'm just now. Some girl from JC, so now I'm Let out me here. Tell you know, because we out here. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. She not gonna toot her own horn, but I'm gonna toot my friend horn. My friend is a motherfucking doctor out here. Okay, okay like her name is Doctor Antoinette Lecky. Like, let's get that shit <laughs> so, the fuck right. Okay, like she not gonna like say that, that shit, but I'm gonna say that shit. Yeah, so like I'm that doing shit. my bits, you know, make change in the world. So I came back. Um, this is my first time back in three years. One, I basically came, it just fell into like plans. I, I haven't wanted to come, but it just hadn't worked out. And then somebody, one of my, actually my line sister's husband wanted to throw her a surprise birthday party because for all of us, this is a year of 30. So he was like, oh, and so can you come? I really would love for you to come and surprise her. So I came back to surprise her for her birthday and she was just like, oh shit. Like, right. she, not, <laughs> she wasn't, even, she ain't even think about it. So that's kind of what brought me back. And now I've been back for two weeks now. And I'm loving the fact that I'm back. I'm getting to see all my friends with their babies. Like, mm. everyone is, life has changed. Jersey City has definitely changed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, changed. It's actually a little bit shocking. But, yeah, so I'm glad to be back. Now that I'm back, I'm trying to work with people to see how to bridge, like, the gap between Africa and America. or. Africans and African Americans, Nigerians, mm-hmm. Nigerian Americans, you know. So that's kind of my whole little thing right now. But I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to not have to really work per to, se. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad to just be off. But I'm I like off. it. <laughs> right. I like it. You know, the last time, I think the first time I met Antoinette was her last day in America. It was really? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't even remember that. Because it was, it was in your apartment or in your house, mm-hmm. it, but it was more so like, yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. um, Nigeria, and I'm like, you were like, really? When is that? And I'm like, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like, what are you gonna do? And then she told me right. just a just a spill that she just gave, and it was like, oh, right. And then having her come back as a new person like she stepped out of that time machine like I, I see an episode of Family Matters and it was like Steve Urkel like Ooh, coming out the like, coming out, like <laughs> whoa, whoa I'm like oh god but yo I love it because you know I love the fact that you know it's other counties in the state of New Jersey that gets praise more than the Jersey City and mm-hmm. Or the regular people mm-hmm. of Jersey, because those that live in Jersey City aren't Are from Jersey, Jersey City. City. I was just talking to right. about that today. It's very annoying. Right. Actually. So the fact that I see like you bigging us up, because there's some people that live in Jersey City that don't even rep it mm-hmm. as hard as we do mm-hmm. right now on on this podcast. But the fact that you you come out and you still are trying to bridge the mm-hmm. gap and you're trying to do certain things that people are not doing or mm-hmm. are trying to do. I love it. Right. I love it. Like, you know, I, I yo. It's amazing. I, it. I, I mean, it. since I'm sure, you know, you'll let your fans know, oh, I'm on the people's podcast. So I'm just going to ask you one question because we we don't have to do like this whole interview thing. But just to, you know, because we about the people and we want, we, we whoever the people are, whether it's Jersey City, whether it's Nigerian, whoever it may be, my one question I want to ask is what's something that you want your fans to know that they don't know about you yet? I think 
know all I all they need to know now. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you I were on Big Brother, so the people's podcast. I think it's really. I try my hardest to always remind, which is it works in my favor sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. I like people to know that I am American. Like I'm Nigerian, definitely, but I was born and raised in America, so there's always mm-hmm. going to be that America American aspect of me. And I also try to remind people that I'm from New Jersey, and they don't really understand why I say that. Like they don't. People that don't live in America just think of America. Mm-hmm. It is right. just. That's it. Right. Donald Trump and them or, you know, whatever. Beyonce and them. They don't mm-hmm. really get that. The same way in Nigeria, you may have Lagos, you may have Ibadan, you may have, or or in Nigeria, you may have Nigeria, you may have Uganda, you may have South Africa. We have New Jersey, we have Maryland, uh-huh. we have Atlanta. Like, uh-huh. I try to let people know that Jersey people are not like sure. the rest. Sure. We, we mm-hmm. are very much... Jersey. So they don't really understand why I say it. Like, I'm a Jersey girl. They're like, oh, do you mean like Jersey Shore? I'm like, not nah. like Jersey right. Shore. Nah. Not of that. Oh, what about New York? Not like New York, right. but like New Jersey. Right. Jersey City to be in particular. Absolutely. Right. You know, I try to get them, and they don't really understand why. And I think it's, you know, they won't they won't get it, obviously, until they come here and sure. kind of see what it's about. Sure. But I do want them to know if you ever do come, Somebody from Jersey is not going to treat you the same way that somebody from Houston is going to treat you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. It's a completely different vibe. It's a different personality. Like Especially when I lived in the house, mm-hmm. people always like, oh, this answer, she's so fast. She talks fast. She she sweeps fast. She cleans dishes fast. She moves, she walks fast, everything fast. I'm like, if you're in the tri-state area, we fast. Right. That's and how things go. how right. things move. Sure. If right. you slow, you will get knocked. Absolutely. Like, really get, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't really get my whole vibe. Right. right. I try to get them to... I remember move. that was a yeah. thing. A lot of people used to comment about your accent yeah, and, and things like and that. Like, y'all I only knew. get it. But I try. I try to, you know, inform. Because, some, you know, still to this day, even though we know as Americans, we know that America is not really the promised land. But mm-hmm. to everybody else, America is still the mm-hmm. promised land. So I try yep. to, you know, inform as much as I can. That, yeah, it's great. Like, you come here and you might be all right, but it ain't going to be easy peasy. Absolutely. And, I, you know, like, it's, it's not necessarily a good thing, per se, but I always say, like, growing up in Jersey is, like, more dangerous than growing up in Nigeria. Mm. Really? Mm. Honestly. And I, I tell them, I'm like, I'm more hood, I'm more gangster than y'all. And they be like, ah, this one with English, you know, with this accent. Uh-huh. You be, Have you seen how many mass shootings we've had in the past? Oh, wow. Hello, week? In the past week? <laughs> okay. Huh? Like, Nigeria, yeah. we don't got mass shootings. Right. At best, we have, you know, them people bombing. But that's, sure, sure, that's sure. nowhere near really? where I'm at. Sure, where I'm sure, at, sure. we're chilling. We got it. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we don't deal with that. But here, we can go outside right now and not make it back home. Mm-hmm. Right. It's way that's more dangerous here than then, it is elsewhere. And people don't really understand so I just try to bridge, like, let people know, like, okay, if you want to travel anywhere, it's Gucci, but it's not. Don't look at CNN and think America is bubbling. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still shit happening. So mm-hmm. that's it. I think it's just, you know, I always try to let people know why I am, you know, why I act a certain way that I do. So hopefully they start to right. understand a little more. It's kind of crazy because when I look at other countries, because I don't know the surrounding areas like I do in New Jersey or New mm-hmm. York or probably even like other states. Mm-hmm. I see it as like the danger zone, mm-hmm. and that's how CNN and BBC so, and Zero be trying to. So to hear you say like it may not be the danger zone, like I could probably jump at somebody and they may fall under a, a table. It's like oh, so maybe maybe I would maybe and that be nah nah nothing against it. Um, but I did want I have one question was 
I don't know what Big Brother Naija is. Mm-hmm. Is it anything like Real World or? It's just like Big Brother. It's like the Big it's Brother just, here. It's the same. It's the same people own it. Mm-hmm. The only difference um, is is in Nigeria. So the same. You got some tons room. of countries, right? Yes, yeah, all over the place. They yeah. got like twelve countries. Yeah. Got you it. got the diary room. You got the host. Twenty four hours. Love. You know the whole. It's Big Brother. It's just Nigerians mm-hmm. instead of Americans or instead got of it. UK or instead of celebrities. It is Nigerians. I don't know what Big Brother is. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes people go into a house and yeah. there's like literally 24 hour surveillance. Yeah. Um, and people get voted out. Yeah, you get voted out. Yeah. Um, you know, the same way like American Idol, you pay, you know, like you vote, vote, yeah. vote, vote for who you want to stay in. Mm-hmm. Kind of so it's that kind of same vibe. So it comes from the Big Brother social experiment, like mm-hmm. what you may have learned in psychology class. Yeah, like Big Brother, that, like, it means Big Brother from 1984. Yeah, the one that's okay, like Big it, Brother is always it. watching. Exactly. Yeah. That's literally got what it, it, got it is. Got it, got it, got under got surveillance. It. So it is like, I don't even know how to say it. It's like the ultimate reality show because you're mm-hmm. literally being watched 24-7. Yeah. You're chilling. Of course, Big Brother. No you're access to yeah, outside. There's no phones. You, don't, you can't leave. There's no phones. There's no TV. It's you and these motherfuckers that you like or don't like. And right. you're stuck with them until somebody votes your ass out. That's basically what it is. So how did you feel coming from, like, the city of Jersey City? Going into your career and then going on Big Brother and not having to have contact with the outside world, so to speak. So what I will, I will have to give a great kudos to a very you know an organization that's dear to my heart, Uh-oh. Zeta hmm. Phi Beta hmm. Sorority Incorporated, uh-huh. has taught us taught 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 us how to deal with. Excruciating situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's from making they ain't teach me that. Like, I just went no, for that. No, no, I mean, like, I'm just if kidding. It's from dealing with people you probably would have never been friends with. Sure. Yeah. But your, your line people came from where? You don't know them. Mm-hmm. They weren't yeah. your friend. More than like they weren't your friends. Sure. There were people who just y'all came together and y'all wanted to be part of something. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what Big Brother is. You don't know the people from nowhere. I would have never met any of the. You know, like I never crossed paths with people that I lived with. In right. The house, but I was forced. To have to deal with them, work with them, do projects, entertain, dance. You know, they gave us tasks. So, like, you know, Zeta taught me how to deal with people that you probably don't even like. Right. And at the end of the day, they become your best friends. Hmm. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So it's like Survivor. Yes, basically. Survivor. But in the house. But versus in the the island. (laughs) Right. I got it. Oh, that's what's up. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, thank you so much, Anto, for being here. We're about to get into no the socials, and if you, you know, got some opinions so about some, feel free to chime in. So, this segment of the podcast is called the socials. This is where we get shit from social media. We talk shit about it and give our opinions. And I'm sure you guys have already done that yourselves, but <laughs> why not talk about it with us? Sure. So, um, first topic. That we want to talk about, I guess. Would y'all like to address the whole Jay Z Rock Nation and NFL? Just for two seconds, I just want to say my opinion. I mean, you guys may not have one, but like, I just, I just find it very interesting um, that now I feel like everyone has been waiting for a moment to hate Jay Z. Okay, Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone has been because Jay Z Mm kind of been on a streak lately, Meek Mill. Right, helping everybody with the uh, reform, reform, jail reform, yes. right, prison reform. I should say, um, you know, Yonsei doing her thing. Like Jay Z, kind of had this gleaming record for a little while, and then all of a sudden, it's like 
Now I have a reason to hate this man. And my simple two cents is that, A, I agree wholeheartedly with Nessa from Hot 97 who mentioned that if this is a business deal, let it be a business deal. Don't put Colin's name on it. From what I understand, they put Colin's name on it without actually talking to Colin. To me, that's fucked up. But on the other side of that coin, as he said in his interview, the the people asked him, would you kneel or would you stand? He said, I think we're past kneeling. I think that we need to move to more actionable items. Like, what are we going to do next? The kneeling had to happen because the kneeling has gotten your attention. You now know or you now are forced to acknowledge that police brutality is a problem in this country. Whether or not you agree with it or not, that's fine. But you now are forced to acknowledge that. But now that we've kneeled, knelt, kneeled? knelt knelt now that we've knelt now what right now what Nessa's point is that mm, it's kind of fucked up you're working with the league and Colin still don't got a job mm-hmm. Jay-Z's point is this was never about Colin having a job this was about police brutality was it not now the fact that obviously he sacrificed himself he lost his job and still is jobless till this day right it's fucked but I think those are two separate things, honestly. I think Colin having a job or Colin not having a job and the fact that there is some sort of traction on black faces in those corporate, you know, not black faces, but I'm sorry. I'm not about to hate Jay-Z. Jay-Z, mm-mm, that ain't happening for me. But I do understand people's concerns with so-called you know working with the enemy right like working with the nfl like how dare you say this move is in the name of colin and neither of you goodell or sean carter talk to colin so i kind of agree with both sides but i don't think this is like a fuck jay-z situation i don't that's my two cents so um what i i do agree with what you said amber it's just more so like this is a this is a just another hoax mm. for us to be against each other. Like, who said... I mean, like, I, I really don't know too much about the story, but who said that... Was there... Let me ask the question before I say what I want to say, because mm. I want to seem ignorant. But um, did someone say that Jay-Z said Colin's name first? Yes. Did Jay-Z said he said his name? He, I mean, I don't know if it was him that said that, like, it was him that put that initial him. one. It was but just... he, he clarified that he never talked to Colin. Okay. That nobody talked to Colin. <laughs> the whole idea of Colin coming up, it, it was just the people, honestly. Once Jay-Z did what he did, it was the people who brought Colin's name up about the whole thing mm-hmm. so in, that's, in the midst of it like Jay-Z didn't address this he didn't talk to Colin it wasn't a thing with him and Colin like Colin wasn't a thought when Jay-Z exactly. did this deal so that's was just, like not that he wasn't a thought but that situation the kneeling mm-hmm. situation it had nothing to do with why Jay-Z did what he did mm-hmm. so that just brings what I'm saying to fruition it's just like the people in itself wants to cause chaos within our our unit of people so I don't think that, like my opinion, I want to say my little two 
my one sense because I don't really don't know about the story, <laughs> but my one cent is just more so like, yo, if this is a business deal, let it be what it is, mm. because honestly, Jay Z has been doing more good than harm to us. So you never know what he has up his sleeve. That's my thing. Like, let this shit work out, bro. Like, it, <laughs> like he, like you said, he been doing, he's been doing good. So. I'm ready to see where his wheels are turning to be mm-hmm. because he's doing a whole bunch of stuff. He's helping us. He's doing more than some. That's me. He's doing more than some. So like, yo, y'all, y'all people in this world want to see the dramatics. Mm-hmm. They want to see us argue. They want to be able to acknowledge the fact that that they're holding that they are holding us by the string and they are able to manipulate us facts but they there are people like us that know like yo i cut my strings a long time ago so which is how i think jay-z is looking at this like yo all right you know he literally said do you know the reason colin no do you know the reason? Do you ask right. these executives? Right. And they're like, police brutality. Police brutality. It's like, okay, y'all get it now, right? You understand, right? Right. How are we going to, how are we going to move forward? The fact that he, that he was able to sit at the table to say, if he said those words that you just said, the fact that he was able to say that and for them to listen. Oh, absolutely. They don't, he don't give a fuck. Jay-Z don't have to give a fuck about this shit. He don't right. need this. Right. And also, he's unapologetic. You see how he showed up to the table. With them fucking John Michelle Basquiat dreads up under that fitted hat. Right. Unapologetically. And he, right. And, and that's how right. we need to show up right. in these cases. Mm-hmm. We need to show up unapologetically, being who exactly that we are. So, mm-hmm. like, when Jay-Z showed up and he said what he said, I, I definitely respected him for that. Because when this came out, I I heard it on the radio. I listened to it. Ooh, people had their feelings. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but this stuff has nothing to do with Colin. And at the end of the day, I'm still not watching the NFL. Like, I was never really interested. But I'm definitely still not watching whether Jay-Z's in the door or not. But at the end of the day, they got the message. They know why we kneeling. Even though when they try to ignore it, mm-hmm. they know why we kneeling. Mm-hmm. So now, how long are we going to keep kneeling, beloved? We can't keep kneeling. Somebody else has to be there to change things because there's still NFL players who are black, just like us. A lot right. of them are. A lot of them are going to be experiencing this discrimination a lot of them will still be kneeling a lot of them are still going to be facing these for lack of a better term disruptions you know in their career so somebody has to have a seat at the table to change that yeah Hmm. my point exactly as a sports administrator even though i'm you know doing things smiling on instagram as a sports administrator my biggest issue or concern with this deal is the business side, not mm-hmm. even the mm. black on black mm-hmm. or whatever. Let's just keep it real. In general, in corporate America, we ain't winning hmm. as the people. Of course not. All right? So, of course, they are working with a person who we like hmm. and they people like as well. You know what I'm saying? I don't... Hmm. I'm not. I'm less concerned with Jay Z's hmm. input and what is the NFL up to. Why are y'all accepting? What are y'all him? up to at this current moment in time? Saving For example, 
Um, Jay-Z, he has his, besides just the Rock Nation entertainment aspect as like music, they actually have a sports entity where they represent athletes. Mm-hmm. From what I know, I don't understand how a sports entity that represents athletes should be working with a league. Right. I don't really, you know, I'm still conflict not of interest. conflict of interest to me. Even though you may just be focused only on the music side, no. Because we know, we know how we do. We may have one business, but we're going to throw in all three up in there. Exactly. So I'm not against Jay-Z and his moves, but I want a little more transparency across the board. Because I, I can't really understand what Rock Nation has to do with police brutality. Hmm. At least when it was Jay and Meek, it was obvious. Two sure. people who've been in jail going against the system. Jay, right now, you make money from these athletes. So, you know, like, I'm a little, I'm less about the police, the police brutality P, and I'm mm-hmm. more interested in, all right, business-wise, what are y'all really up to? Are yeah. y'all really, are you trying to sell it to us? Right. So we don't really know what y'all up to, or y'all really for the cause? That's exactly. more of my... Because they're saying he's executive this. producing the halftime show. That's what we're seeing. Right. But it, it, they made it seem... But it might be some other, like you said. I ain't even think about that saying? way. So that's what it's for me. It's like, okay, if you're executive, you know, producing the show... Cool, but I, y'all really need to tell us. Up, y'all need to tell us in August. The mm-hmm. show in February, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying? or, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's just, you know, I feel like they selling us a dream almost. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my issue. I feel like they selling us a dream just so we go. Oh, NFL is down with the cause. Sure, but they really down with the cause. Ooh, I agree. That's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. I know. I didn't even. I mean, but <laughs> that's what she do. <laughs> no, I, I definitely, you know, I've heard that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to the radio yesterday. And I totally, because that was my first initial reaction. And then listening to the radio, I heard other people had that reaction as well. Like, you know, this is all business, right? Like, you know, he wants to make money and they want to make things right. So the two go hand in hand. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess we'll see. It's only the beginning stages of it all. We don't really know what's going to happen with that situation, but I just hope it's for the right reasons. Right. Yeah. Agree. Factual. I, I mean, it'll probably just be for their right reasons, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it is what it is. When you start paying off the people's loans that have been I mean, out of college for <laughs> 10 to 12 plus years. Talk to Bernie about it. Bernie <laughs> said that he had us. it. Last time I checked, he said he was paying the people Bernie loans. is not making it. <laughs> 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 they got a spot at the general home waiting for him. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Listen, but make sure that he signed that. <laughs> right, before he go, goddamn. <laughs> Sign Before that. he fucking go, shit. Oh, anyways, what's next on the docket? I need questions. So, there are some questions I curated for the table, and I'd like to think that these are some interesting things to talk about. Um, so I'm gonna pose the first question. I I, I actually have to pose all the questions because I curated them. Number one. So question segment is this. We could talk about a lot of different things, right? We could talk about life. We can talk about careers, finances, relationships. We mostly talk about relationships. So here goes question number one. What are some annoying habits of other couples that irritate you most? Me? Oh. It's either somebody answers in three seconds or I tap the bell and <laughs> I pick who goes. Okay, girl. Wow. Um, <laughs> I was ready. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, none. 
that's my answer. None. Nothing. Okay, Joe. So, I, I would say none too. Cause I mean, like other bad habits from like um, couples. Like, yo, I love to see people in love. <laughs> like honestly, right. I do. Like, I, I love to see people happy. Like especially old people. Like because it's just like you know I aspire to do to to be in that position at some day and mm-hmm. people looking at me loving what I love as well, um, like it, it's so crazy because it's like yo my parents has been have been together for this year makes thirty two years what mm-hmm. am I thirty one thirty thirty two years of marriage and it's like yo I see it. I see the love, like, and it evolves to a different level sure. every year, every minute of the day. Like, like my mother was like saying something the other day, like, "Oh yeah, I know you," and I'm like, "Who are you talking to?" She's like, "I'm talking to your father," and I'm like, <laughs> "I know you," and I'm like, "Oh God!" Like, but it's just like I love it. Like those kids that get embarrassed of their parents' love. Like, that was never me mm-hmm. because I love it. Because, like, you don't necessarily have to kiss somebody, hold their hand, or tell them that you, that you love them all the time to show you that you love them. But the fact that, like, not to hear my mother mouth, my father used to clean the, well, he still does, cleans the bathroom or, like, irons her clothes for the work for work the next day mm-hmm. not even knowing what she's gonna wear but the fact that she wears it is like yo you thought about me before i even thought about what i was gonna do the next day couple shit, right? right so it's just like yo i love that shit so it's like not really annoying to me it's just more so like yo if it's genuine love i love it right, right. so that's it me. anybody else um for annoying not, I mean, I'm with the with the with the people mm-hmm. that I'm all for love. What's a little? I don't know how to even describe it. You know, like when people are talking about, say, people that were in a bad relationship previous to the, this good new relationship. You know, sometimes they always say, "Oh, he saved me from that," or like they kind of always allude to the past and how this person is mm. helping them out. Sometimes I feel like that's it's bad for the person that's the new person them now. Yeah, it's kind of great that you help somebody. But it's like, then you still remember that? I thought we in this. Like, why are you talking about that person? Got that. Like, let's move along. Okay. That, that's it. Like, you know, you can just tell that the previous hurt hurt them a lot, which it hurt, hurts all of us. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you're really happy, I don't think you would still be alluding to that situation. Sure. Before. Right, right, right. Amber? Oh, no, my answer was none. Oh, none. Uncle Ryan. Uh, I I hate I, I I'm okay with public affection. Oh, but I'm, I'm not. not okay I'm not. With it. I'm I hate not. I hate it. I, so when they when yeah. they oh, I was waiting for yeah. somebody yeah. that yeah. extreme PDA. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like that you shit. Oh, thank you for saying it. Oh, thank you so much. So I don't need to go because that shit piss. This is annoying. I'm sorry. Next question. Um, this is for the friends, Uncle Wright. You too. Because you the uncle, but you the friend, too. I was about to say, she said this for the friend. <laughs> no, but you like, you the and, uncle. And like for you, too. <laughs> you too, uncle. You the uncle. I just wanted to make that clear. Like, you the uncle, but you still got to answer. Um, if you can ask me anything and have me answer truthfully, what would it be? So if you can ask. So you can't, I mean... Actually, scratch that. I'm going to edit that out because there's too many people at the table. <laughs> how? 
Shut up, <laughs> Amber. Enough, because I have to edit this. Stop. Sorry. Relax, Amber. Right. Okay. What lesson have you learned about past relationships? Got it. Let me go first. Okay. Um. What lessons that I've learned from past relationships is um, never hold back and never, um, like you said, Anto, like more so look to the past. Mm-hmm. Um, never hold back, meaning it's like we're so stuck in the past on that past hurt or that past relationship that at the factor we may be losing the new person that may be in our life. Mm-hmm. And we don't know that because just like we talked about in the in the in the um, happy hour about that, the hourglass that may we may be running out of time. We never know what time that a person may be running out with us. Like, fuck what. They have we that the time that they have with 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 us is just a simple fact. They may be cutting us off because I may be burping all the time, or I may be farting, or mm-hmm. I may have or not spitting while you sneezing. Spit, uh, yes, <laughs> spitting at, on, on the first date. That's like 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 yo, those are certain things that we never know, like what's to come because it's like I I was in a um. I was I was talking to someone the other day, not other day, a couple other day. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, cut that out. I was talking to someone um, a couple years ago, and it was like, it, and it was like um, the reason why that they stopped talking to me because I did something that I don't know what I did. Mm. And I was like, well, how would I know that I was going to change it? And I, I don't know what I did. But my my instinct and the my past relationships have taught me, and I hope that that's what I did, was to, like, more so go full throttle. Go full throttle because it's like, yo, you never know. You're going to learn so much about yourself going full throttle than holding back. Because at the end of the day, you may not know. You may not learn anything from it. And I'm ready to have kids. So, like. Let's go, Joe. Let's go. Plant them seeds. I'm not shooting blanks. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no more Billy Blanks in here. Not Billy Blanks. All right. All right. Next. What was the question? I'm sorry. Are you uh, shooting blanks or are you shooting? <laughs> what <laughs> lessons have you learned about past relationships? Okay. Um, from my immediate past relationship, I learned that if it walks like a duck, if it talks like a duck, it's a goddamn duck. Quack. Shucky, ducky. Shucky, quack, ducky, quack, quack, motherfucking quack. Um, from my relationship before that... Um, I learned that karma is a bitch. I knew karma was a bitch, but I really learned that she was a bitch. That was my only two relationships. No, I'm lying. I had a relationship before that. That relationship, that third relationship, I learned that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Because that relationship, 
if I did judge that book by its cover, that relationship wouldn't have happened. Period. And those were my three relationships in my life. Anto? Um, one, I'll definitely say I've learned to trust your gut. Your instinct is typically, usually, always right. Mm-hmm. And kind of goes back to what I said before, but in a different direction. I think um, when you're when you're in going into relationships, it's kind of good to to remember what happened to you in previous relationships. Like, so, say, look, I'm you know, a guy may be like, oh, don't treat me like this because of what happened in your past relationship. So yes, you don't treat the person a certain kind of way, but I think it's important to remember what happened in that past relationship, not because of the person that you're dating, but because of you. Mm. You may be going after the same kind of niggas sure. or the same mm. kind of bitches. It might not Woo. be that person. It might be you. Mm-hmm. So you may need to see if you're going down the same path, you might be the problem. But how do you see that? You might not be able to see it, but you can kind of... When you, if, start, recognizing you start patterns. recognizing patterns, especially if it's a pattern you are used to for yourself, not necessarily always that person. You know, the, the people may maltreat you or mistreat you in different ways, but if you are reacting to it the same way you reacted before, mm-hmm. there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Got it. And you got to keep it real with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you're the problem. Yep. Right. People don't keep it real with yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Facts. Remember we talked about loving yourself? Yes. Right. So if you love yourself, you know yourself. You know you're, you know you're messing up. So that, you messing that up. would bring me to my point, so, Uncle Rod. The yeah. thing that I learned about my, and I was going to go to you, but being that you said that, that she was my, my point. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to steal so <laughs> now I'm stealing from you. So the thing that I learned about my my last relationship, my last relationship was to love myself first, and um, I had a thing, and that was just because how I was raised. When you get a man, you keep a man, but that didn't involve loving yourself first. And in my last relationship, I lost, and and in that. And dealing what I had to deal with, I realized coming out of it that loving myself first was most important. Right. And that's probably why I don't have a man right now, because <laughs> I love me too much. Um, but it's very important before you get involved with anyone, before you dedicate yourself to anyone, relationship, friendship, you love yourself first. Period. I do have a, a question. Hmm. Ooh, you got a question. That, along to that point, mm-hmm. just for, Ooh. The, for the people. Oh, you got is a question. Is it possible to love yourself too much? And I don't necessarily mean just, I love me, I'm, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But is it possible to be so consumed with your own wants and your own needs that you are not thinking about the other person in the relationship? I think that's two different things. I think loving yourself too much and then being overly consumed with yourself is two different things. Like, if I'm just all about myself, that's one thing. But loving myself, and maybe I, I could, you know, I don't know, to somebody's dictionary, maybe I'm wrong. But I don't think I could love myself too much. But over-consuming myself with myself, eh, that might be a problem. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of a quote that I saw today um, that basically said, um, it's dangerous for someone to so badly yearn to put a mark on this world even if that mark is a scar Hmm. and it makes me think of that because like you said it's like you know I mean I'll speak for me Ah! well there's that I got a case I'm okay Um, you know I love the shit out of myself wholeheartedly Um, to your point I would I would 
it's hard to say it right so although i love the shit out of myself and i think i'm the shit and i i I pretty much know i'm the shit sometimes in relationships that doesn't articulate Mm. because i put up with the fucking bullshit you get what i'm saying but that's on us Mm -hmm. though right if we put up with the bullshit that's on us oh sure no yeah that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but see outside of that relationship you're a different person. I still feel myself. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying. I still you know feel myself. You see people like that every day. Sure. Motherfucker, like yo, Ed, motherfucker, you know, Ed, confident, boom, 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 boom. But, but whether it be a relationship or family, even friendship, or whatever it may like, be. If, yeah, you be like, you see them behind. Clothes, you dealt. Like, you yeah, put up with that. Word. Like, you know. Yo, you I've had people ask me that. Like, you dealt with this nigga. Right, you right. you dealing with that shit? You. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know what that means, mm. right? Does that mean that I don't love myself? I don't think that's, that, that, that's what that means. But who knows? I mean, whatever. It just I don't means know. you're human and you're yeah. vulnerable Sure. shit. That's all. Sure. We all are. It's a law of attraction. I'm going to chime in that too. Because hey, myself, Joseph. Hi. Okay. Hey, <laughs> friend. Myself, right? I attract what, you know. I attract what I, uh, you know, what I put out. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. been my experience. So when I started putting out positive things, the things that you guys talk about on the show, mm-hmm. those things come in. And Joe kind of mentioned it. A couple oh, Joseph, but when I was in the, so when happy. I was in like the trenches and I was doing all the dirt, mm-hmm. I kept attracting girls that was just dirt. You know, that was just doing dirt. So yo, I'm happy that you quoted. So me. Joseph, he quoted I just want to put this out there right now, and I'm probably not gonna say nothing else. I need you to keep that same energy next week. Get on that mic and start conversing with us. Because Uncle Rob be doing like 35 different things. So you, when you are here, talk with us. You are part of the show too. You family. And you got a good, I just want to let you know, you got a good microphone voice. So whenever we record and please feel free. What does that mean though? When you tell people like, yeah, you good for radio. I mean, people used to tell me that, and then I didn't get it until I got it. I'm just telling you, you got a good microphone voice. And so feel free to do that more often. Although we, you know, Uncle Rob, we always miss you. Uh, yeah, but y'all, you replaced the nigga already. <laughs> well, that's, how, that, nah, that's a good thing, though, that yeah. I got somebody yeah. to fill in for me that you guys are comfortable with. Yeah, so no, that, we love Joseph. That's my namesake. That's my name. That's my name. We got the namesake. That's we got the same. We have the same names. That's His name is Joseph. Yeah, it's not Joe. It ain't Joe. It's Joseph. Ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh. Okay, well I mean, it's all good though, but it's Joe. <laughs> you know, my name's Joe. His name. His Joe. name is Joseph, not hey, Joe. He right. don't go by Joe. Ever. He goes by Joseph. Well, you know. His name is mine. <laughs> Sorry, name that's not too. your namesake. Sorry. It may not. Okay, well you know what? Thank you for. I, yo, I respect. Thank you him. for being a friend. Thank you for being no, a friend. Yo, I, mean, I like, like I like what he said. Because and no, I, and I value that opinion because what you put out is what you what you get. He quoted HJ on the mic. And I love it. Next question. No, because HJ ain't say anything. But I love it. I love what you said because I that you know I I, I pride myself. I pride myself on on that, and um, I'm very big on loving yourself. I'm and I don't think that is too much loving yourself. I don't because it's it's too many people out in this world that 
are trying to revive themselves from somebody that brought them to the level of being loved. I hear you. Mm -hmm. It's too many people out there that are battling with a lot of issues that didn't come from their families. Mm -hmm. So loving yourself, if that's going to cover me and protect me from all of that bullshit, the bullshit that all of those people are going through, then hey, I love myself. Because when I walk into the relationship, guess what you're going to be introducing yourself to? Because, you know, they say the first impression is something that you can't get back. Mm -hmm. I want them to see that I love myself so much that if you're so afraid that, that I love myself too much, and it's not arrogance, it's just more so that when you present some bullshit to me and I say I call you out on it, don't take it for disrespect. Take it for... You're not meant to be with me. I I agree wholeheartedly. So so honestly, like I don't I don't think that loving yourself is too much. I think people need to start loving themselves a lot more, and a lot more people wouldn't be so bitter. If loving me is wrong. Everybody say it. I don't want to be right. So fact. me is wrong. I don't want to be right. Right. So. Hello. What's the next question? I like that question, Anthony. Um, I'll ask one last question before we get into final thoughts. Okay. That last question is a fun question. Would you rather be proposed to or propose in a private or in a private setting or in front of family and friends? Hmm. That's a fun question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. So a few years ago, because I'm in sports, my dream was to be proposed to at a basketball game using the Megatron. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I envisioned I was going to be working for a team. I was going to be working. Then my boo face was going to be on the thing. That was, you know, that was just my... my Not uh, on a thing. You know, like, you know, I got you, girl. That's what I dreamed about. Now that my life is completely different than what that was, now mm-hmm. that my life is pretty exposed... I would love for it to be as private as like I'm the type of person writing, especially now. I want to just show up married. Right. I don't even want anyone. To they don't know. even know you, you know, got like, married. I don't wanna, they, they don't even know. It's mm-hmm. just I changed my Instagram name to Mrs. Hootie. Ooh, you know, that's what I kind of want. Now. What the hell? Right? Oh, you know, so so hey. That's kind of like where I am now. I would just love for it to be um private, private just because so much of me not is out there. Already. Yeah, exactly. Even though I try my hardest to already be private, as you know, but well, girl, you're I a just, celebrity you, now. Exactly. I just whatever I can keep private, mm-hmm. I rather keep private now. Yeah. Sure. I understand that. Makes that. Sense. Any uh, anybody else? Um. So. If I say that, if I say what I'm going to say. Then I'm gonna have to come up with another, um, another idea. But um, my don't apply to men, though, right? No, 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 no. My, my, my. No, and she said propose or be proposed to. So one of the things that I saw this video on YouTube a while ago. When I mean a while, I mean like five years ago, and it gave me an idea. And the idea was. Whatever day that we got married, uh, I mean, not married, the day that we met or made it official Mm -hmm. or whatever, um, that's how many days, that's how many rooms that I was going to get in this hotel, whatever hotel it was. 
Um, so let's just say six. We met, we met on the 6th of August. A wonderful day, I might add. <laughs> because right, I saw happy that, belated birthday, baby. I saw that face yeah. and I was like, <laughs> she was like, this nigga trying to be sappy. But yeah, so what if we, so we met on the 6th of August and let me get six rooms. And in each room, I want somebody to read to you how I feel about you. That is so sweet. Hold on. And on the sixth room, I want rose petals leading up to this chair. Some some chair that looks like a throne. And I want you to hear my voice saying to you how I want you to walk to this chair and place your seat while you sit down into my life forever. And I come out. Joe just told y'all how he about to propose. (laughs) I, I want to come out because once you sit yourself in that chair and I place myself on my knee, don't take it wrongly, but I'm at your beck and call because I want you to know that at any point in life, I got you. Because there's a, like we said about love and I want you to know that I got you. And at that moment, the reason why I want your family to say how I feel, because I've now earned the respect from your family to be able to utter those words of love that I feel for you. And hopefully you say yes. Yeah, right. Good shit. <laughs> God damn, she say no. I just want right. to know. Right. That's some Goldie shit right there. If y'all don't know. What if you is. met on the, I don't know what that is. On, right. on the 31st. I want to be your mother, on the your father, your brother. I want to be everything, I want to be everything, baby. I want to be everything. <laughs> so what if you met on the 31st? The 31st? Then I'll probably get up. <laughs> the expensive fucking promotion. No, no. Then, then, I, then I'll probably do like a couple rooms for her birthday and do like 31st floor on the 31st floor a couple that's rooms that's a goddamn lot of and rooms. i mean i don't know how many buildings have 31 yeah, floors but you know what i'm saying something so something like 31 that you know that i'll probably put like a sign on that door and it says the day that we met okay i just wanted to excuse me I'm sorry you're speaking from someone you're speaking to someone that this for five years. Clearly. Speaking it for years. Like, yo, when you know you when you know you have met someone that you love and appreciate, money doesn't mean anything. Because guess what? There's a lot of people out here that's spending that money. Why can't I? Because when I die, what they gonna say? Put my money in a grave. Hey, right. When I die, put my money in a grave. <laughs> right. <Hey. laughs> right. They not gonna say that. Sally Mae gonna say, with pay my money. <laughs> pay that shit up. <laughs> right. So it's just like, more so, it's just like, you wanna be able to be thoughtful. I and mean, you may, if you may not like that, because I may, I may have given people like different ideas, mm-hmm. but you know, you do different things to make somebody happy. Sure. So, even if it is on that Megatron, mm-hmm. and you's like, Megatron. coming up next, <laughs> or oh, number, like you have 
yo, you want them to know, like, and that's what we said a couple, I, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, like, you, I said it, oh yes, I said it last week, you think about and you, you kind of like, remember what these this person likes. Whether it's on a first date and you say, yo, I don't, I've never been to Disney World. And you did, did where we going back to Family Matters when Laura and Steve, like, I, did he propose to her? He did something in Disney World and kissed it like on Family Matters. I don't know, friend. Oh, okay, well, they did, they did that shit, and it was like it was dope. Like you make that, you make that, that fairy tale. You bring them back to, because some women, some some young girls shouldn't have to only revert to that coloring book that we talked about last week mm. to to bring themselves to that childlike memory, because some women walking down that aisle or however you want to do so making them happy to meet their man they they lose that and you don't want them want that to lo- be lost so i you know some may call me a hopeless romantic it's good some some may call me a cheap date <laughs> some may call me their husband but let's make this move Oh, I Uncle won't Ryan. call you with my girl ever to fuck around. <laughs> you put too much pressure on the motherfucker. That's a lot, right? That's fire, though, man. Appreciate you, Uncle Rod. Oh, answer one. Uncle Rod, you got one? Would you rather propose in private or in front of families, family and friends? Uh, I proposed once in the kitchen. And mm-hmm. I will never ever do it again. Oh, okay. Private, public, I don't give a fuck. I'll never get married again. It's a wrap. I hear you. One time's a charm. I was. Oh, really? For almost 20 something years. Oh, that's a long oh, wow. time. That is almost my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I Next guess. He mentioned it before. <laughs> <laughs> my answer would be neither. Don't propose to me. Um, I don't. I mean, if if you do, okay, if you do, if you do do it, you gotta do it in front of family and friends. Um, because my family and my friends that I hold close to me mean everything to me, and for you to know me and to love me is to know that. So you so, don't want to get married? You just want to do like a? No, I don't want to get married. Okay. At all, but I mean, who knows? God might send me somebody me that's just like, you. ooh, everything Asia. But um, I mean, I tr- I would like to have a companion. I, I agree, one hundred percent. To have I get that, you. but I I don't want to get married. Yeah, the, the formal the formality. Yeah, I, I'm I'm good. I'm okay. I just want somebody that can whatever that formality is supposed to be. I just want somebody to li- live that without the formality. Mm-hmm. Like, be committed to me. Be everything to me you're my helpmate i'm your mm-hmm. helpmate let's live this commitment but we don't need the paperwork so that's my thing i think that we should get you're into- gonna need some kind of paperwork all right don't... well i'm gonna explain to you why because being married to somebody gives you rights to their life it's a lot of mm-hmm. shit you have rights to because you're married mm-hmm. so if me and you were together and we together 30 years some shit jump off Maybe mm-hmm. you get really sick and 
I can't get power of attorney automatically. I, well, you know then I mean? that like, I understand. So that's why some paperwork has to be some in the plate if you don't want to get married. Absolutely. You want to make sure that your partner yeah, has facts. But the marriage, yeah. the whole marriage paperwork aspect, right. I'm not with. But with that, right. I totally understand. Yeah. I get, and I probably, I will be if I'm involved with anybody like that. Yeah. That will be put in place because. At the end of the day, like our lives are intertwined and we live through and with each other, so that's only a given. Something happened to you and his craghead. I mean, uh, something happened to him mm-hmm. and his craghead daughter gets Wanna, every fucking right. Thing. No, that's not going to be a thing. Right, with him for thirty years, you know. Those what I mean? things will be put into place. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. it's yeah. important. I mean, yeah. when I was in my last relationship, I lost him to death, but. All the things before, and it's crazy because he was only 27 when he passed away, but nobody could get to nothing but through me. I had a social, I knew everything with his job, I knew what his pension was, I knew, like, they had to get through me first, and he set that up. So, I feel like that's very important, you know what I'm saying, to have a power of attorney or somebody that could speak for you in, in case, somebody that you trust that can speak for you in those type of situations. Um, but we're gonna so go. If I got married. I would probably. Oh, you didn't go. Sorry. Want a very, not necessarily extravagant, but I would want like a very family-oriented proposal. Um, I don't want like the living room. I don't want at home. Like I want some thought put into it. I want a lot of thought put into it. <laughs> Fuck that with a nice ass ring. (laughs) And with that being said, we're going to get into the last segment of our episode, which is called Final Thoughts. Who has a final thought? I don't. Okay, you don't. So I I believe I have a final thought. Um, I never understood what or how precious time in life was and how time in life has to what's has to offer or what it has to offer until i almost lost mine like it's so sad that it's like you had to go through something to really realize that, yo, sometimes it's, it's time to jump out on faith and just go for it. Um, but you know what? I'm here. I'm walking. And I'm understanding that I only have one life to live. And at that moment, I feel like I'm a cat because I got two lives because I almost got my first one taken away from me. So... Don't let, don't let tomorrow come and you not give today your fullest potential. I hear you. Anto, you got a final thought? It's a final thought A and B. Okay, Um, girl. I think it's important as all of us as humans, we might not, like we may all be going through things every day, but you might not realize that there's someone who's probably relying on you, looking up to you, someone who has so much faith, more faith in you than you have in yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's just a reminder 
of those hard days, those bad days, that there's someone who needs you. Mm-hmm. But that also comes to the person who might need you or the person who looks up to you is that sometimes it can be overbearing. And a lot of us, we say, oh, this person is my friend, this person is my man, this person is my boo, this is whatever, whatever. But all as, we're all individuals, so we kind of define things separately, differently. Mm-hmm. So someone you may see someone as your friend, and they may see you as your friend, but because you have different definitions or interpretations, it may cause rifts. So you know, it may mm-hmm. cause some issues. So I think it's just important that to remember that all of us we are all individuals. Yes, we may need someone, some may need us, but it's very important to give each person their time and like understanding. You as a person, you need to understand yourself, and you do need to realize that we are humans, and because we are here, we do have to relate. And deal with others. I think sometimes it's good to take a Absolutely. take a step back at mm-hmm. times and kind of realize, all right, this is what I'm going through. Am I putting it on the wrong person? Am I, you know, dealing with it too much? Like, you know, kind of just surveying the situation. I think all of us we just wake up every day and we're like, damn, we just we got to move, we got to go to work, we got to mm-hmm. do this, we're about to do with traffic. You know, you just start thinking. Yeah. And sometimes you don't really think about what is actually important. So mm-hmm. I think it's just very good to understand that you you have your own issues the next person may have their own issues and how can we best move forward for for you know if you're a religious person you might you might not be able to say you know like if you believe in forgiveness you know that you need to access forgiveness to make it to the, to wherever you're trying to your paradise those Got are something it. you know those are things you need to kind of remember like but some of us we hold things so dear to heart mm-hmm. that we but we still go to church or we still go to the mosque and it's mm-hmm. like that's not working out like that's not how it's supposed to be so i think it's just important that we all kind of Look at each situation, what's the word, like objectively and just kind of like, all right, this is what's on ground. Maybe I shouldn't be so upset or maybe I shouldn't hold it so dear to heart because what if a mass shooter come and shoot my ass? I can't tell that person I'm sorry. Yeah. So I think it's good to just look at it, whatever's happening, just move move along, move on. Amber? Um, <laughs> saying no is a sign of progress. Saying no is a sign of commitment. Saying no is a sign of empowerment. Saying no can help you fulfill your goals. Saying no can support your mental health. And saying no can bring you to the right people. Um, you, oh, um, I, I, just, I just wanted to implore everyone listening to exercise, exercise boundaries in your relationships. Because it's too many times, whether it's romantic, right? Whether it's your mom, your dad, your family, your friends. Exercise boundaries in your fucking relationship because not everything. And this goes back to what I was talking about in the beginning of the show. Not everybody deserves every part of you. And that's okay. Sometimes we may feel like we're shitting on somebody or we're being mean or we're doing this. We're making someone feel bad by not allowing them access. And we need to back to what we were saying, love ourselves enough to know, no, I don't have to, you know, come talk to you right now, mom. No, I don't have to have sex with you tonight. Boo. No, I don't have to come lend an ear to you, friend. I don't have to do that. We don't have to do that shit. And the more and the quicker we realize this and start exercising these healthy boundaries, I think the better off we'll be. Um, 
my uh, final thought is very short. I don't have anything to say about it. But I will say this. It may not be your intentions, but you are still responsible for what shows up. It may not be your intentions to hurt someone's feelings. It may not be your intentions to make somebody feel some type of way, but the way you show yourself, you're responsible for. And how that makes people feel, it's not necessarily on you, beloved, because how people feel about you is their responsibility. But you're still responsible for how you present yourself to the people. It may not be your intentions, it may not be your intentions, but you are still responsible for what shows up. I can, and that's why I sometimes when I t- I've talked to a few people this week because I've been feeling some type of way, and I caught myself and I had to apologize because I'm bringing some energy to them that they didn't ask for. Granted, by the grace of God, they love me enough to allow me to be their garbage disposable. The disposal in that moment but still I'm responsible for how that shows up the energy you bring and how that makes people feel when it's when you bring that in, and, and it's it's gonna take me a long time long time to explain but when you bring that energy and you think you know somebody gonna feel some type of way about it, Got it. but you just don't give a fuck you're responsible for that it may not be your intentions. It's just because you might be in your feelings today. That's all right. We all entitled to it, but you're responsible for how that shows up, especially to the people that you love. And with that being said, this episode has been brought to you. My good sister went already. This episode has been brought to you by Anto Lucky and Hair and Terry's mm-hmm. and Terry. Oh, let me start that over. Mm-hmm. Let me do a real drop. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. This episode has been brought to you by Anto Lucky and Terry's Hair Builder Luxury Hair Care Line. First of all, you need to follow at Anto Lucky on Instagram if you yes, don't already. Please. And get with that hair care line, ladies, because my hair is moisturized. <laughs> this has been episode 42 of the People's Podcast. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. It's your boy, HJ on the mic. Hey, y'all. It's Amber Nicole here. And it's me, Anto. <laughs> and you have been listening to episode 42. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a friend. We'll see you later. Bye. Woo-hoo. See you next week.